It's Tim Albright with AV Nation with an AV Nation special celebrating International Women's Day the entire month of March. And with me today is Kristen Bidwell from Kavanaugh Tachi. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you very much, Tim. Uh, so what we're doing is we're, we're, we're giving, uh, you know, interviewing folks and, and interviewing women about their experience in the industry. Um, March 8th is International Women's Day. Uh, and I, I had a choice. I can either, you know, publish all of these on one day, uh, which sounds kind of silly, uh, or let's take the entire month and celebrate, you know, the women in our industry. And I'd rather do that. So, uh, so the entire month of March, we're doing this. Um, so let's kind of sit for a second here and, and kind of st- take a step back. How did Kristen Bidwell get into uh, the AV industry? Sure. Um, like many of us in the AV industry, I've always had a love for music. Um, at a young age, I learned piano, guitar, voice, started performing, fourth in fourth grade. Um, Later on when I was in high school and when I wasn't on the stage, I was in the back of the room assisting the live sound engineer and learning about audio. And I was fascinated about how quickly you can change the emotions of a listener and performer by tweaking the reinforced sound. Uh, I knew then that I wanted to pursue pursue a career in audio. Um, I attended Berklee College of Music and earned my dual bachelor's in music production engineering and music business while at Berklee, among other courses in the music production um, degree. I took advanced audio tech courses with Alex Case and acoustics courses with Eric Reuter and Tony Hoover. And Tony, Tony had mentioned that he was an acoustician at a consulting firm named Kavanaugh Tachi. Um, at that time, I was focused on becoming a mix engineer, but the idea of being a consultant was of high interest to me um, also. After college, uh, I moved to New York like many of us and was working in the recording industry. And as Napster crept in more and more, that became a dwindling <laughs> career objective. And in 2007, I went to the AES uh, convention in New York, and Tony was um, giving an acoustics class and mentioned that he was leaving Kavanaugh Tachi and moving to the West Coast to, to join McKay Conant Brook, now McKay Conant Hoover. Um, at the lecture, I approached him uh, and asked if, we could, if I could speak to him about consulting. We met in the hallway, and um, by the end of our conversation, he he decided that he, I would join him on the West Coast at McKay Quinn and Hoover. Um, so that was the beginning of my um, career. Uh, I worked directly under a guy named Randy Willis, who's well known in the AV industry, um, and I couldn't have asked for a better mentor and friend. Um, I think when you're entering this industry, it is extremely important that you have someone like Randy that kind of takes you under your wing and educates you on um, not just design, but, you know, the, or in my case, design, but just how to function with clients, how to work in the industry and follow your career path that you've chosen. Um, And then after, you know, spending the early part of my career on the West Coast, I have now found myself back in New England and it's interesting how things work out and have developed because now I'm back at Kevin Otachi, which is great. Talk for a second about the importance of having a mentor. Um, and, and this goes beyond gender. This goes beyond anything else. But, but someone who can kind of show you the ropes and show you, you know, um, whether that's design or that that's mixing or, or, you know, control programming or whatever it is. How important is it to have somebody to show you around and mentor you, especially in your early years? 
Sure. I, I think it's extremely important. I actually think that when you're searching for your first job, um, that that should be kind of at the top of your list on um, what you look for in a firm. So not just a firm that you've heard good things about, but um, you know, it's important to ask who will you be working under or with? What team will you be on? And um, you know, it's good to, if you don't know who that person is, to research them, see what they're doing in the industry, see what their knowledge base is, if they're certified, um, uh, you know, and, and kind of their track record. And it doesn't hurt to ask around because it's it's who you will be working with day in and day out. And um, you know, the AV industry is small, so if you mention a name that's been around for a while, people probably know who they are. <laughs> so, but I I think it's extremely important for growth. There is so much to learn in this industry, regardless of which avenue you take and having a solid mentor in the beginning can really um, help you along your career. Absolutely. Let's talk for a second about your experience in the industry and, and, and your experience, you know, you, you, um, along the way as a woman coming through in a lot of um, times, in a lot of areas, you are, you know, either the only woman or one of very few women. So what has been your experience? What sort of challenges have you faced and, and how did you overcome those? Sure. Um, well, I've always kind of been in a male dominated industry. Um, I've worked uh, a lot in the music industry as well, but as far as a, the AV industry itself, uh, I've worked as a live sound engineer, obviously a mix engineer and, and uh, an audiovisual consultant. Um, this kind of question is a little bit tough to answer just because I've always really been able to get along well with everyone, um, or at least, you know, 99% of the time, both male and female. Um, and I've just had the <clears throat> fortunate experience to work with some very supportive and wonderful firms and people. Um, I guess an obstacle for me, um, perhaps when I was starting out, I was very young in the industry. I was in my mid-20s. And I looked really young, <clears throat> so um, I don't know how serious I was taken uh, in the beginning. Uh, you know, here comes this girl that just got out of college, and and she's trying to tell me how to design a system. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I suppose it was it was kind of tricky to to prove myself. And I don't I don't know if, if ever everyone goes through that. Um, but I remember, you know, my first Infocom trip. I would walk up to some of the booths and the reps you know, wouldn't look twice at me because I didn't look like maybe the average AV guy. Um, uh, but I overcame this by just, um, you know, trying to schmooze and make my presence known. I handed out um, you know, a ton of business cards that, that year, like hundreds of them um, <laughs> with McKay, Conan Hoover and consultant listed on them, which, which helped, uh, I guess, my, my clout uh, in the industry a little bit. Um, you know, and I also, I mean, going back to Randy, you know, that first year, he really took me around to booths and events and introduced me as a consultant. Um, and I think also, like, I, I've worked really hard to produce well-designed systems and construction great documents, um, and to really try to do right by my clients uh, as an independent consultant. So, um, you know, the particular obstacle of maybe not being taken so seriously soon diminished. Um, I guess I've also run across and not often at all but once in a while there's bias um uh you know someone will rather and you know take a, a guy more seriously or uh 
perhaps look at the guy to hire before the woman. I not not often, and and I, you know, it's it's been rare. This industry has actually been very good to me. Um, but once in a while, I, I think that there's some bias on a woman versus a guy on how well you can do your job, or you know, if this is the right person for the job type of a thing. Um, and I've always kind of seen that as, uh, you know, that's that's kind of their issue. You know, it's not yeah. not my issue. I, I don't um, feed into that. Uh, I know if somebody comes at me, with any kind of that attitude that they just that that's on them. And and um, I've never really let it drag me down. I kind of just ignore that type of thing. So, yeah, but it's it's really hard to think of too many obstacles because I've just had so much support um and the firms I've been with have been incredibly supportive of me and and usually I'm if if not the only one <laughs> I'm very few of the of the women consultant crowd so yeah. um but every everyone's been very supportive yeah. that's incredible that's really awesome uh, yeah. talk for a second about about the the importance of your clients. You mentioned the fact that having your clients trust, especially, you know, after the job is done, uh, you know, you, you've done an incredible job. They're happy with the work. Talk for a second about, you know, th that support system and, and having your clients either going to bat for you or at least, you know, offering some sort of support testimony or things of that nature as you're going to the next one, right? How important is that? I think it's extremely important. Um, uh, because as, as much as we love this and we do it because it's it's our passion, um, you know, consulting is also a business. So you, you want to please the clients. You want to have them calling you back. Um, but just having their support in that way, um, I, I think, just shows that you have done a good job. That that ignoring whatever, you know, any, any negative things that come at you as a, a woman in this industry, if the client's calling you back, well, you've won, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just proof is in the pudding, you know, when your clients start calling you back for more projects or, you know, put you on the teams that it's, um, it's just proof that you're doing well, you know? Awesome. Take a look at, and, and I would say that you're probably, you know, still, you're, you're younger than me. So you, 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 you're not, you're not anywhere near retirement age. Um, but get there for me for a second mentally. Um, and look back on, on your career, look back at the industry. What do you hope or what do you, what do you want to see change uh, before you retire? Sure. Um, well, it's, I, I've, been on the Avixa Women's Council for a while, and it has been so nice to see women uh, in different parts of the industry joining our group. And and that group alone has has grown kind of I don't want to say exponentially, but it has grown a lot over the past year. Um, and it's it's wonderful to see women in so many different areas in our industry, and and that it is growing. And I know that that's just a club. It's it's definitely not representative of all of the women, but um, it is inspiring to see. Um, it's definitely inspiring to see the growth of women in the industry. I think we need more. Um, and uh, I I just I want to see that expand. I want to see um, more women taking on leadership roles, more women as principals, more women as owners. Um, I think it would be um, fantastic. Really great for our industry to 
kind of be a little bit more diversified. Uh, very good. Last question here. Uh, you mentioned the, the Women of Access Council. One of the things that that has come up is, is the regionalization of that. And uh, a number of folks have, have pointed to that regionalization as some of their growth. Uh, this growth, I'm not sure if it's a strategy, but it, it is certainly you know, what, what's added to that. How important is it, not just you know, um, for, for that particular group, but just you know, AV in general, to have that kind of local support system, that local uh, group of, of you know, cohorts that you can kind of go through this career with? I think it's extremely important. And, um, you know, earlier on in my career, I didn't really realize how important it could be because I, you know, I had male mentors um, supporting me through, uh, through the, the early years. Um, but it, it is just wonderful to know that there are other women going, going through perhaps some of the obstacles that I've gone through um, and, and having kind of a safe net to be able to discuss those and discuss how do you, how do you overcome this? Um, and I think, uh, I, I mean, I am so grateful for the Women's Council. Um, it's just been super supportive if, if you are, you know, people are going through job loss, especially this past year has been yeah. really tough on a lot of people. Um, you know, we, we come together about once a month and just talk about, okay, well, who's hiring, you know, and, and what, what are other women trying to, you know, what are you trying to accomplish in your career and, and who in this group can help you get there? Um, and it's just such a it's, a, it's a special group of women. Um, and I'm just, I, I, I think it's extremely extremely wonderful. And I, I encourage any women in the industry to, to join um, or at least come and sit in on a meeting and see kind of what we're about. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, before I let you go, I would be remiss to ask you what, what is your local chapter of the women, uh, the Avixa Women's Council? Um, I have been, uh, I'm, I'm in the Boston area. Okay. So, so the yep. Boston chapter. Very cool. Yep. Okay. Kristen Bidwell, uh, thank you so much. Uh, how do people get a hold of you or Kevin Altachi? Sure. Um, well, you can go to kevinatachi.com or you can um, email me directly. Um, I will hand that out. It's kbidwell at kevtachi.com. All right. Very good. Kristen Bidwell from Kevin Altachi. Thank you so much. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. You will find this interview and a host of others just like it. Also, check out our two weekly news programs. One looks at the uh, commercial side. The other looks at the, uh, the residential side of the industry. All that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. 